What's up to all of my fellow podcast listeners? I wanted to jump on today and do a solo cast, as they call it. And I wanted to talk about stress today, right? Now, obviously, it's a broad topic, but we did a call the other day, my clients and I, we did a call, and the topic we talked about, the problem-solving topic we I talked about was obviously stress management, right? Now, we can relate this to so many things when it comes to getting in shape physically, but just life in general. Now, the two big rocks, right, when it comes to you leveling up your mind, your body, and really unlocking your true potential and becoming the best version of yourself, the two big rocks are always going to be stress and sleep. So we need stress. Stress is good. We will not survive without it. We will not adapt. And humans evolved with a shit ton of stress to deal with, right? And that's how we've adapted into the human beings we are today, right? For example, you know, you go to the gym, you lift weights, you apply stress to your muscles. And because of the insult on your muscles, your muscles grow back bigger and stronger, right? Same goes for if you're looking to, you know, build a business or be successful in your professional life. Obviously, it's going to take a lot of hard work mentally, right? And you're going to become more resilient. You're going to become stronger mentally. So always remember this simple equation, very simple. Stress plus rest equals growth, which is why the two big rocks that you always need to pay attention to are going to be sleep and stress. As a coach, having coached so many people, it always comes down, or most of the time, someone's not quite right, or if, you know, something is out of whack, whether that be even... It could be something like appetite. It could be someone not, you know, recovering properly. Could be anxiety, mental health. Normally comes down to one of those two things. Okay, so not too much stress, right? And not enough sleep or just one of the two can put you out of whack, right? So basically a simple analogy I want you to remember, right, is the stress bucket. Now, everyone has a different size bucket. So think of a a bucket. Now picture this a bucket with a tap on each side of the bucket or two taps coming built in coming out of the bucket, right? So to drain the water out of the bucket, right? So obviously turn the tap on, it drains water out of the bucket. <clears throat> now we all have a different size stress bucket and that's going to come down to genetics. It's going to come down to previous experiences and past history and stress you've dealt with as a child and in your past it's going to come down to a few different things. So we all have a different amount of stress tolerance, basically, <clears throat> different amount of stress that we can actually deal with and actually be able to manage and cope with. <clears throat> so remember, you know, stress, we have different types. So we have relationship. We all know how relationships can be stressful. We have work. We spend most of our life working, right? Or a big chunk of our life working. And we all know how stressful work can get family you know, family stress, personal stress you've got going on, uh, even training, right? Obviously, like I just said, training is a stress on the body. And if it's not done appropriately, you know, that's an extra stress. Um, and then we got, you know, even restricting calories and not eating enough. All of these are stresses on the body. So you've got the taps turned on and you've got, sorry, you've got water in the bucket filling up and that's your stress, okay? And if the tap doesn't drain out that water, okay, then what's going to happen is obviously the stress bucket is going to fill up and basically overflow. And that's when you get yourself into a bad situation. Okay. Or you get, you, you damage your health, you know, you don't get results in the gym and so on and so forth. Right. So the body's always trying to adapt, right? That's what the body's trying to do. The body is an adaptation machine, right? Think about what the human body has been for over, over the last thousands of years, right? Go in for long periods without food, you know, famine, we would have, uh, famine, I can't even pronounce that word, we would have dealt with, 
you know, going days without food, you know, having to find shelter, you know, and just surviving. The body's a survival adaptation machine, but it can only deal with so much, right? And that's what I wanted to talk about today for you to pay attention. So pay attention to these things. Now, when it comes to your physique as well, right? You can forget about your body responding if you've got too much stress going into your bucket and your stress bucket is just overflowing. Your body's not going to respond. It's not going to look as good. And guess what? It's going to scream at you as well. You're going to know about it, right? Because the likelihood is if you've got too much stress coming in your life, let's just say, for example, you've got a lot of work stress going on. You, you, you know, you're working really, really hard. And then as a result of that, you're working late. You're not sleeping very well, right? And then you go into the gym and you're smashing yourself in the gym or training really, really hard. You've got to know when to push and when to pull, for example, with your training. So if you've got lots of stress coming in, your stress bucket's filling up and it's about to overflow, you need to listen to your body, right? If you had a poor sleep, right, for example, you know, you've got stress going on in your relationship or work, then you go into the gym and you're smashing yourself in the gym. Obviously, it's too much stress. Your body can't handle it. It's not going to respond well. Your body's not going to respond well. It's not going to look as good. Your performance is not going to be as good in the gym. But even if you do push through those signals and ignore your signals, which, by the way, there's only a certain amount of time you can do that for before you get issues like health issues. But if you keep doing that, you're just going to get negative uh, side effects. You're going to feel terrible. You know, you're going to, your energy is going to dip. Your mood's going to be poor. And then guess what? It's a knock on effect. Then your sleep's going to be affected because if you've got too much stress hormones in the body, obviously that is not going to be ideal for sleep quality as well. So, you know, there's only so much the body can do in terms of recovery. So I wanted to just take that away from this, right? Are you managing your stress bucket? Are you paying attention to these things, listening to your body? For example, go to the gym. You've got a big session plan, like a heavy lifting session. Or let's say you do cardio. You're doing a lot of, uh, you're working towards an event, like a runner. It could be anything at all. If you're pushing, 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 and those other things in your life are coming in, and you know the tap, the, the basically the, the the buckets get overflowing. Then there's only so far you can go with that, right? And you're gonna have to pay the price, right? So just remember that. And there's a couple other things I wanted to touch on as well in terms of stress, uh, stress management. Now, obviously, caffeine. Okay, so when you're having coffee, you're basically it's a central nervous system stimulant. So if you're having caffeine, just be mindful. Again, if you're feeling really really stressed out and anxious. And then you're drinking loads of coffee, you're adding fuel to the fire, right? And you're just going to make things worse in terms of your stress levels, cortisol levels, adrenaline, all the rest of it. This is a big one to pay attention to, okay? Now, obviously, there's tools we can use to manage our stress, okay? Which is what I wanted to talk about. Now, obviously, exercise done appropriately. The reason I keep using the word appropriately is because if you're doing too much intensity, for example, you know, you're going to do a bloody monster CrossFit session, or you're going to hit some personal bests in the gym, um, and you're stressing or sleeping enough. Once again, stress overload, the bucket overflows, right? But exercise is a great tool. It's the best tool, right? Let's be honest. It's the best natural antidepressant. I've said this before. Um, but also it is the best tool for just being able to de-stress, right? Let's be honest. The endorphins you get, you know, stress management, you always leave the gym in a calmer state, right? For the most part, if you're doing it appropriately, but also mindful too, is that I always recommend to people and I, you know, get my clients to do. And that is, you know, for example, journaling. Journaling is a big one, right? Just, you know, look at the gym, like training for your body and journaling is like training for your brain. Okay. Now just having the ability to sit there with your, your, your worries and your thoughts and your fears and just write them down on the paper I don't want to overcomplicate things here, but simply just doing a brain dump, you know, before bed, it's been proven to be helpful in studies, but it really helps me. I'd probably only 
journal about two, three times a week now, but just dumping your thoughts down on the paper before you go to bed. Don't overthink it. You've got loads of thoughts in your mind. If you're stressed out, write them down on paper before you go to bed. That's a great mindful tool uh, for stress management. Also, just talking about your feelings, right? Now, obviously, I'm not a mental health expert or a psychotherapist by any means, but something that's really helped my mental health. I've talked about the struggles I had with mental health in the, in the past. And, you know, even now, obviously, I'm just like anyone else. At times, I'll overthink certain things. You know, I'll get anxious and stuff. It's just life. We all get these feelings. Um, but just having the ability to sometimes talk about those feelings to someone close to you or just talking about the stress you're feeling and what you're going through, whether that's in your relationship, your work or whatever. Talking about those things is really, really powerful, mindful tool as well. Obviously, movement is medicine as well. Simply moving, getting out and walking is one of the best things for me personally. If I'm uh, if I get overwhelmed or whatever. Just get out and move, change your environment, get out and walk, even if it's for 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever. Get some fresh air. Movement is medicine. Um, and then guarding your inputs with your life. This is a great tool for stress. And this is, to be honest, arguably one of the most important, I would say. Now, for me, a non-negotiable is not checking my phone uh, within, generally within, I don't time it, but it's it's generally depending, but I don't check my phone up on weekends. So normally it's at least kind of 30 minutes before I look at my phone. You know, back in the day, probably up to about, you know, up until about six years ago, I would just be like most people and just wake up in the morning and just look at my bloody Instagram, look at emails and put myself straight into a reactive state. That's one of the worst things you can do, right? You're putting yourself into a reactive state when you're checking your phone, you're checking emails, you're pumping out all those. Bear in mind, when you wake up in the morning, your fear is already high. Your stress mornings are, and like I said, stress is not all bad. We need it to stay alive. Cortisol is a great, you need that in the morning. You need cortisol to get you up, to get you moving, to get you into action, you know? So those stress hormones are generally higher in the mornings anyway. So your fear is going to be a bit higher in the morning anyway. So if you're checking your phone, you just add in, again, you're adding fuel to the fire, right? A big thing I would recommend you do, if you can take this away from the podcast, is just guard your inputs in the morning. If you can give yourself 30 minutes to an hour. So for example, this morning I trained, that's about an hour altogether by the time I walk to the gym and leave. And then I'll check my phone afterwards, right? So that's a good hour before I've even looked at my phone. And I'm basically serving myself before I serve others. And it's selfish if I wasn't to do that, right? It's not selfish when you're taking care of yourself before everyone else. It's not. It's actually selfless, right? I'm doing my clients a disservice by showing up um, by not taking my, uh, you know, taking care of myself first and putting myself into the right state of mind. So I'm actually at my best for the day. I'm doing my clients a disservice and I'm doing the people around me a disservice. And more importantly, I'm doing myself a disservice, right? So self-care, taking care of yourself first in the mornings before you check that phone, game changer, right? So guard your inputs with your life. Um, and when I say guard your inputs as well, just in general with social media, just be mindful over who you follow, okay? So you know, obviously, if you're following lots of um, negative information, guess what? You're going to feel negative, right? And even if you're denying it or whatever, or, you know, you're not, oh, you know, yeah, I follow for inspiration, right? For example, if it's fitness things. But if you're following loads of fitness models, for example, we've said this before, and you are comparing yourselves to them all the time, right? Even if you're not realizing you're doing it, when you're scrolling on social media, it's subconscious. So 90% of the comparisons we do are subconscious. You won't always be aware of it. And that's going to get you more stressed, right? Because you're going to be comparing yourself to others. You're going to be feeling shit about yourself. But I wanted to say social media is a great tool, but just use it like that. Use it like a tool, you know, follow people that add value to your life and make you feel better about yourself and make you become a better person rather than, you know, making you feel 
shit about yourself basically right so yeah and then finally obviously meditation then as well for me a great way to de-stress and uh, improve my sleep quality and for well anyone can benefit from this really is just doing some deep breathing when i go to bed at night time that's the only time generally i meditate if i'm honest i'll do a quick five to ten minutes slow my heart rate down get my cortisol levels down you know get my nervous system into that rest and digest state from fight or flight you know so sometimes i'll work late you know what I mean? I put my phone down. Another non-negotiable for me is putting my phone down at least 60 minutes before bed. Um, so I'm not looking at any screens to improve my sleep quality. Um, but even so, you know, you want to give yourself in an ideal world two hours before bed, before you start winding down, coming away from those screens, living by candlelight, you know, dimming the lights down or using um, red salt lamps. They're really, really good and inexpensive, to be honest, in the nighttime. So you're dimming the lights down, preparing yourself for a good sleep, calming down your nervous system, taking away most of the stress from your day and actually getting you into that calm state. But um, yeah, so meditation, deep breathing, uh, to be honest, an app that I've used in the past or that I recommend to clients is Calm App. Um, no, I'm not affiliated with any of these things that I mentioned, but they're just things that have worked for me and clients in the past. So I think you get like a, a three-day free pass or whatever using Calm App. Uh, Headspace is another good app that I've used as well before for meditation. So these are all mindful tools that you can use to make sure your stress bucket doesn't overflow, my friend. And when you're doing these things, think about the stress bucket, right? Let's say it's three quarters full, right? You know, when you're calming yourself down, you're managing your stress by exercise, by maybe doing some deep breathing or journaling or whatever one thing you want to take away from this. Um, what's happening then is those taps are turning on and you're draining some of the water out of the bucket, right? So you can, you know, start filling that bucket up again slowly but surely, but making sure that you're managing your stress so that water doesn't overflow, okay? And your stress levels don't over overload. All right, so wanted to keep that short and sweet. So remember, stress plus rest equals growth. You need some stress, like I have cold showers, right? Cold, cold water therapy is another good example. Um, I need to start having ice baths, by the way. I need to take it to the next level, but I can't find anywhere local around here making excuses. Um, but obviously, you know, exposing yourself to cold water is water. Sorry, I say water because I'm from the UK. We missed the T. Uh, I'm going to say the UK way. So cold water. <laughs> Basically, we, you know, cold water therapy is going to make your, your immune system stronger, right? Because your body has to... Um, deal with that cold, yeah? And what it does is it strengthens up. So it's like, you know, it gets stronger, more resilient when you're applying that stress of cold water to it. It makes it more resilient and stronger, builds your immune system, strengthens the blood vessels around the heart. I could go down the list, but for me, to be honest, cold water therapy is more, more of a mindset thing. Physically, I've noticed a massive, massive improvement with my immune system, which is great. But for me, it's more a case of, Mentally, I never want to have a cold shower unless it's really, really hot in the summer here. I never want to have a cold shower. It's not something I want to do. And guess what? That's what discipline is. You don't always want to do the things uh, that you know are going to benefit you, like going to the gym or, you know, having a sleep ritual. But guess what? You do them anyway. Um, and that is what makes you stronger mentally, right? And makes you make progress in life and it builds your character, right? So all of these things are encompassing the topic of stress and stress management. It's a very broad topic. I'm not going to sit here and go into the science of all the different hormones and everything else because I don't want to bore you with that. I want to make things very uh, digestible for you. And always remember, if you can take one thing away from this podcast or two things, fantastic, great. Write them down right now. What did you take away from this podcast? Put them in your notes or write them down. And if you can implement one thing to manage your stress, because this is the, let's be honest, the day and age we live in, we've got more stress coming up, coming to us. Uh, sorry, 
we've got a different think about this now, right? Before I wrap this up, we evolved as hunter gatherers, right? We would be in a cave, right? We would have tigers, saber toothed tigers trying to destroy us and kill us. Okay. So a tiger would come. We would either survive or we wouldn't, right? We've got to run like hell and get away from that thing or whatever we've got to do to survive. We've got to do that. So we would get this massive, massive burst of all the stress hormones. You can imagine a dose that none of us will probably experience, hopefully in our lifetime in this day and age. And then we would either survive or we would get eaten by the tiger, right? And then it's over. And then we, okay, back to survival, shelter. Okay, what do we need? We need to go and hunt some food. Nowadays, we have these uh, different moderate levels of stress coming at us all day long, which we've never dealt with in the past as humans. So you've got to have tools in place to be able to manage these things or at least simply being aware of, right, I wrote this down the other day and I even I have to write this down because I'll just crack on and do things. I wrote down, I thought, okay, I've had some stress because I'm moving right now, right? And I found a property. Moving, by the way, that's another massive stress. Another example. I'm moving. I'm doing a lot with my business right now. Um, I'm training hard. I'm doing jujitsu and I'm pushing hard in the gym. And I was like, wow, okay. Those three things alone, right? No wonder you feel a little bit tired. Let alone if you've got if I've got relationship stuff I'm building on or stress going on there or whatever else, right? So even I have to write these things down to realize, oh shit, actually I might want to slow things down a little bit, right? So, yeah, so be aware of these things and, you know, think about your stress bucket. Think you do need some stress, stress plus stress, plus stress plus rest equals growth. Okay. Managing your stress is key. Two biggest rocks in life when it comes to your overall health and getting results with your physique is going to be stress, having the right dosage. You're never going to have the perfect dosage, having the right doses of stress that you can recover from and grow from, but not too much where you're going to be overloading. Your stress bucket is going to be overflowing. And sleep, prioritizing that. We've done podcasts on sleep before. All you got to do is go down to whatever episode that was. I think it might have been episode six, a couple of episodes down with Gary Allman, um, the sleep performance coach, if you want to find out more about that. So that is it. I'm going to wrap this up, my friends. One more thing I wanted to say is most people listen on Spotify. So can you please, if you're listening to this and you like this podcast and you're getting benefit from it, can you please go and give me uh, just simply give me a star rating on Spotify. Obviously, give me five stars because I know it's a five-star podcast, right? If you listen to this much. <laughs> so please head over to Spotify and give me a five-star review uh, uh, rating. And as I say, I love to connect with people and it would be great if this podcast was valuable. Simply just share it on your story tag me. I'd love to connect with you. I really would like to connect with you on a personal level. Um, I really appreciate everyone who listens to this podcast and I hope you're getting a ton of value from it. Stay tuned. Got some more great guests coming on and I am going to sign out, right? You have a great day or a great evening. Cheers.